Hi friends, welcome to Ad Astra. It's so good to have you here. Today I want to discuss a topic that carries many names, being your own boss, forging your path, taking a road less traveled, following your dreams. Take a moment and think about work, perhaps your own or that of your friends and family. Does this structure of work you've just thought of look more or less the same, or does it vary greatly from person to person? At its core, employment hasn't changed much since the Industrial Revolution. We go to work, we clock in, we clock out, we get a salary. We help create and then execute plans for how to grow an organization, sell more widgets, gain more customers, increase revenues, and so on. We give our time, efforts, brain power, and enthusiasm, and in exchange we gain security, status, certain financial freedom, and validation. When that equation works, it's wonderful. There is nothing wrong with being gainfully employed by someone, being good at what you do, and enjoying it, and reaping the rewards. Perhaps contrary to a lot of popular opinion on Instagram and elsewhere, I believe that not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, a freelancer, a hustler, or his or her own boss, and that's great. Unfortunately, that equation didn't work for me. I've reached the American dream with my MBA and my six-figure salary, but what I found there wasn't fulfillment or joy, but a lot of stress and a goalpost that kept moving further and further away. The times, they are changing. Even though the employment model has largely remained the same since the Industrial Revolution, our world has changed drastically. We experience greater mobility than our parents and grandparents ever did, jet-hopping from New York to Casablanca in a matter of hours. We can work from anywhere, which was unthinkable in an era of conveyor belts. We seek from life a greater sense of fulfillment, we strive to be our best selves. We want to actualize our dreams and potentials. I see this shift happening in many conversations that are bubbling up all around me. And I think it's a worthwhile endeavor to pursue the dreams and visions that go beyond your current job or profession. As one of my favorite poets, Mary Oliver, says, the most regretful people on earth are those who felt the code to creative work who felt their own creative power restive and uprising, and gave it neither power nor time. I think this applies more broadly than creativity, though. If you hear a call that beckons you away from what you currently do, you have to honor this call and give it power and time. And by a call, I don't mean that you would know exactly what you were put on this earth to do, but that you'd recognize that what you're currently doing is not it. The day I walked out of my office for the last time was the scariest and the happiest day of my life. That day, I set out on a precarious journey of building my vision. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it, but I knew I needed to start. The security of corporate employment, real or imagined, was no longer enough to justify staying in a career that was not the right fit. So I took the leap and transitioned to a different lifestyle, pursuing my lifelong dream of becoming a travel photographer, writer, and entrepreneur. I had no blueprint of what to do. Our schools, organizations, and societies don't teach us how to forge our own paths. 
They teach us how to fit into a system that still follows that old employment model. So I had to learn the hard way by trial and error. Over the last four years, I've hit many dead ends. I've also made progress and learned a few things from this wild ride. Today, I want to share my essential 10 lessons of that with you. Get used to people telling you no. We often don't act on our ideas simply because we're afraid to hear no in response. The objective here is to get desensitized to rejection. A good way to practice hearing no is to approach people on the street and ask for things. I've asked a barista for a free cup of coffee and a man on the street for $5. I've offered a hug to one passerby and a compliment to another. Most of the time, people will look at you funnily and say no. Sometimes they'll stop and talk to you about what you're doing. Occasionally, the small conversation can lead to an unexpected positive outcome. And the whole time you're learning that a no in response to your inquiry is not the end of the world. Don't give up. Most people give up too soon. Like any ambitious project, building your vision is a marathon. The acclaimed Eat, Pray, Love author Elizabeth Gilbert faced thousands of rejections before her first story was published. The accountant star Anna Kendricks could barely afford rent while she was on a PR tour for Up in the Air. If you're serious about going after whatever it is that brings you joy, be prepared to stay in the race for a long time. And check out the cartoon I have linked in the email called The Iceberg Illusion. You'll likely need to wear many hats to make it work. Breaking in as a newcomer in any industry without prior experience or connections is not easy. When I first started as a travel journalist, paid assignments were few and far between. To stay the course, I needed to diversify my income streams. This has meant starting marketing consulting projects, launching social media gigs, even walking dogs on weekends, whatever it takes, as I nurtured my new career. Figure out what skills you have to offer. We all have some. Better yet, ask your friends what skills do they think you have. Your friends may be better than you are at recognizing your unique strengths. You will need more time and money than what you originally planned for. When I started on this path, I gave myself six months to make it before I even knew what making it looked like. There were two things wrong with that goal. Too nebulous of an objective, too short of a time frame. I've since readjusted and reworked my goals, recognizing that it takes time to build something great. Institute a practice of relentless follow-up. If you follow up on your inquiries, you will be more likely to get a positive response. And when a response is not a yes, learn the difference between a no that means I'm busy and I don't know you, so I won't make the effort, and a no that means I'm not interested in what you have to offer. The former is an invitation for you to do a better job selling your idea, while the latter is a firm no. However, if you do your homework, the likelihood that a person you've engaged with is not interested in what you have to offer will be low. Try as many things as you can between now and next Sunday. You have to put yourself out there. Sometimes being your own boss is a numbers game. Find events, conferences, meetups, and people with similar interests. Try new things. 
when you bring forth enough projects into the world, some of them will bear fruit. That fruit may not be the one you expected, but it will be a fruit of your labor, nonetheless. Fear doesn't go away, but it becomes easier to be afraid and still act on things that scare you as time goes by. Just like you exercise your body regularly, you'll want to learn to exercise your acting in spite of fear muscle regularly. It becomes easier with practice because our minds have this incredible ability to learn called neuroplasticity. And it doesn't stop as we age, contrary to what we used to think. When you take a speaking gig and do it in spite of your fear of public speaking, your brain will record a see, nothing bad happened memory. Next time you will be a little more likely to take on another new thing that scares you. Side note, to dig deeper on neuroplasticity, check out a fascinating on-being podcast, The Magic Shop of the Brain, that I have linked in the email. Embrace failure. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? What would you do if you knew you would fail for sure? Would you still proceed? Because failure is inevitable. Many of the paths you'll take will lead nowhere. Until one day, completely unexpectedly, one path will suddenly open up to a field full of accomplished dreams and, better yet, new possibilities. You are not alone. Find other people who are trying to do something different. There are many. The importance of having a community of people that have similar struggles and aspirations cannot be overstated. When I left the corporate world, I felt incredibly alone and misunderstood, for who in their right mind leaves the security of that behind? Turns out many people want to transition into a more meaningful work field. I've found my community, find yours, and stick around here because I'm currently working on building a community aspect to Ad Astra as well. This could be the most difficult journey you'd ever take. There will be doubt, fear, stress, and judgment. Some of your friends will estrange you. Your family will worry about you. But this road will also bring you a lot of joy because you will have built it yourself, brick by brick, mistake by mistake, success by hard-earned success. Perhaps for the first time, you'll stop feeling that you're living someone else's life and will instead have a strong conviction that you're headed in the right direction. And that is something worth taking a risk for. Do you have feedback or your own experiences to share? Reply to the email I sent you. It goes directly to me. I'd love to hear from you. Onwards, and thank you for listening. 